scenes and like the yeah, sound effects of porno. like with like the dirty magazines you hear yeah, like yeah. like the boing like like a boo kind of yep. like jiggle thing sound effect or that's the only way I could could explain it. So in like the, in the dub, it's always like a, somebody in the background going ah. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host with the most sam de bomb. And with me, of course, every week is hmm, Danny. The one just for me. And uh Nixtopheles. Chee. <laughs> and uh great re- sick references. Sick references. Because we are finally doing our show swap review. I'm so glad that we're doing more of these because the more and more we do them, the more things start kind of overlapping with each other, and uh, it's all coming together yeah. like an emperor's new groove. An emperor's, new <laughs> and I'll tell you why later when we get into um, when we get into uh, Chobits. But uh, yeah, we we were telling you guys the last couple of weeks that we were doing a show swap, and we're talking about planetes or planetes and Chobits. Nick traded Planetes to Danny. Danny traded Chobits to Nick. Both in the 2000s. Both 20-some episodes. Twenty, I think Chobits is 24, technically, because there's two recaps. And then Planetes was 26. So, really nice. Really fun. And t- to be honest with you, I'm just ready to just dive into it. So, I think this was a fun swap for me, personally, because I got to rewatch Chobits. A lot of it I didn't remember, because I watched it when I was a kid. Read the manga as a kid. Didn't finish all the manga. So hopefully Danny can fill me in on like differences if she remembers. Oh, I didn't read the manga. Oh, I thought you read it. Okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, no, I haven't read any manga. I that's fine. I don't remember any of it. So like, I mean, I remember the beginning, obviously, you know, because like it's the beginning. But I did nominate planet planetus planetus planetus. Just say planetus. Or you know what? There's a Greek way, but we're gonna say planetus. All right, sorry. Anyway, I nominated that for manga club. I just yelled it out though. Yeah. That then it. it's not nominated. <laughs> yeah, as in it's not on the yeah, it's not on the not official. It's not. It's like Michael Scott declaring bankruptcy. That's yeah. what I did. Um, that being said, uh, links on animesummit.net. Uh, my favorite link on there is Discord. The Discord link to come in, hang out with us, talk with us, and join Manga Club. Uh, which reminds me, thank you, Nick. Um, yeah, freaking Manga Club is so fun. Shout out Danny and Ed for keeping that huge community going. There's fucking almost this fucking. Eight to fifteen people there every fucking week, just all yelling, talking about manga. It's so cool. So really, you should join. Titles get picked out monthly, and they they get planned out, so that way you have time to read everything. You know what I mean? So like, you you know, we're not just like, oh, by the way, this week is this, and then you have to like, you know what I mean? Scramble to read it. You have time to because we plan it out a month. No, Sam, we all everybody scrambles. Let's be honest. <laughs> by your own pacho, but not by. The Chacho is what I meant. Um, but yeah, mo- that's mostly just Nick. But like, uh, no, half the other people scramble. They're just better at scrambling than I they're am. They're just better at scrambling <laughs> than I am. Um, but also, oh, uh, let me tell you about this as well. Sorry. <laughs> and then also, our shop is open. Anime link or uh, anime summit dot net. That simple. HTTPS colon slash slash anime summit dot net. Get in there. Buy a shirt. Buy a mug, 
buy it. I think there's some other stuff. There's a print on there, our print for the magazine cover thing that I gave out during a Twitch stream. Check it out. Um, but yeah, uh, let's just do I want in. Question of the week, Nick. <laughs> All right. This is from Lord Ethan of House Weebology, and he asks, why is it that nine out of ten doctors agree that you're guaranteed to live longer and be overall human specimen if you watch anime? Because a lot of anime, <laughs> unlike a lot of Western cartoon shows, well, like a lot of Western cartoon shows, they're geared towards kids to like 17 year olds. Right. There's like a there's a lot of adult ones now. Yes. But like, you know, a lot of the kids cartoon shows that we see or a lot of Western cartoon shows that we see are like younger audiences. And for us, anime has always been kind of a mature thing. Yeah, there are kids anime. But like, I don't know, anime is like real. It's real to kids. You know what I mean? It's like um, when I was a kid, I wanted to see Goku win despite the odds. Right. When I was when I was a teen, I wanted to see uh, Domon Kashu finally overcome his own bullcrap and learn the Sekihatsu Kyokin and acquire the Burning Gundam. When I was an adult, I wanted to see like, you know, I wanted to see Kirito make it to the top despite life-threatening, like, you know, whatever's, all that kind of stuff, right? So, it's, I don't know, it's just real. I think, like, it's, like, feel-good self-insert crap, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, and even with the anime, not all anime is like that, but, like, you know, some anime you just watch just to watch. But even on the other side of that, right, there's there's waifu anime. You're just watching it for the waifus. It makes you feel good. These girls make you feel good. On the other side of that, if you're into the hot, uh, hot dudes, hot daddies, you know, Hot boys. You say hot Dannys? Hot Dannys. There's a whole anime where it's just, it's a harem of Dannys. This is four, five Dannys all going after one girl. And the girl's a Sukeban, and it's really funny. Um, that's my idea. Nobody steal that. I'm drawing that. Shut up. Okay. Anyways, see yeah. Copyright. Copyright. Uh, I got reincarnated as Sukeban, and she's got four Danny girlfriends. No, um, fucking. And, and like. You know, I think it's like it, it's feel good stuff at the end of the day. Yeah, you're watching a Titan tr trample over some dudes, some peasants or whatever. Who cares? And you're watching Aaron's mother get like cannibalized by a Titan, blah, blah, blah. But like that's the that's the oh spoiler song. That, Jeez. That's the conflict, right? Like you want to watch Aaron. You want to see how Aaron solves this Titan issue. And then you can kind of be like, oh, that's some badass. Or, you know, it's the same thing as if you're watching like. When people watch those really crazy episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation, there's always like this really cool thing that Picard says at the end of the episode. Like, it's like, oh, damn, dude, that's real. That's real shit. Even though you're in a completely fucking fantastical setting, it's just like, I don't know. It's real. It's real. You know, it's it's real. Are you talking about when he, when he got that flute? The flute, dude. That's the only episode of Star Trek I've seen. The, the Inner Light, <laughs> I think it's called. Yeah, I don't remember. But like, yeah. you know, there's... There's things from shows that teach us things, and anime does it a lot. I don't know why, it just does, because Japanese people like telling stories like that where you can watch it and make you feel good. You know what I mean? Um, it, a well, they do the thing that where you they have like a bittersweet ending a lot of the time. Not like Disney is always like a happy ending, pretty much. Yeah. That's, Japan, though, they're like, Japan, fuck you. Japan, you know? too, like... End of Evangelion ending. <laughs> <laughs> Japan too, they'll they'll write things like that, and it's like, but despite this, you know, you can overcome it at some point, right, or something. Yeah, like that. that's why it's bittersweet. Yeah. Anyways, that being said, that was my long answer. Sorry, what do you? I don't even know what the hell that answer was, Sam. Danny, what do you got? <laughs> what Sam said. <laughs> See, Danny Sam was just about to say that. Me. 
Yeah. <laughs> I didn't paint her nothing. Shut up. If you think about it, every time you, you, you watch a story, that counts as living that story. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm a billion years old and I've traveled. I've, I've gone through the blue line. Well, not really, but only in the live action version. But anyway, <laughs> grand line, blue line. The grand line. I don't know what they call it. I'm on dog five. <laughs> dog Jump rope five. canyon is next. I can't. Yeah, you live longer because you watched all the stories. You live long. And- you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's the not only that, but like a bunch of um, anime just has like a bunch of characters who look older, but they're actually they. Oh no, they look younger, but they're actually way older than what they actually look like. Yeah. So yeah. that's how you live longer. Yeah, that's, that's how you live longer. You, you yeah. become a five hundred year old <laughs> year old uh, vampire lolly. That's my that's my future right there. That's me. <laughs> I still love the fucking corny ass anime trope scene from Gate where they're in the like court hearing and the the one executive lady's like, You mind your manners when you're speaking to someone older. And then Rory Mercury's like, I'm nine hundred and fifty some years old, you fucking little bitch. <laughs> like I was like, Oh shit. Oh man. Um and she's so good. She's all like nut. <laughs> so funny anyways um and also for the waifu his bando aspect too it's like it makes us feel good you either fall in love with the character or you just want to take care of him or you want to be their best friend you know what i mean it's just like you want to um, protect yeah so then you buy figures and then you buy model kits and you buy wall scrolls you buy nendos that kind of thing like for just make sure you also go outside sometimes or they make you or they give you sexual and Get gender, that vitamin d or they give you sexual and gender awakenings like so then you're nested for me or whatever. So then I have to buy all the figures because I'm like, that is my transgender goal right there. <laughs> or like, or Danny, right? She's got the Nana figures, right? She yes. and Danny to this day can't tell if she wants to bone or be their best friend. And that's okay. Just both. <laughs> I mean, you could do both. Yeah, there's nothing wrong doing both. <laughs> but you know, that being but said. But they're they're very straight. Like they're super straight, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. fucking sick, <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> fucking hetero. No, like, but yeah, anyways, that's a good question. And obviously, we're not fucking doctors and we don't know shit, we just know our experiences. But, um, shout out Weebology, you guys should go listen to Weebology. Okay, Danny, oh, waifu and husbando, waifu yeah. is none other than Samomo from Chobits. <laughs> And Thank you for pandering to me, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, she is fine. Like she's adorable, but honestly, the the real the real main character of Chobits is Sumomo. The real main with kid. with her with her <laughs> not, not even close, but okay. Literally with her her morning exercise alarm. Yeah, those like, are funny. Yeah. <laughs> one um, two one two. Raise your hands. <laughs> <laughs> um. She's very annoying for everybody else who isn't comedically inclined. Oh, she's not like annoying. Us. I think she's so. Funny. But I like it. She's annoying, but I think it's funny. She's that's funny. That's what I'm saying, though. Some people think she's annoying. Anyway, um, I like it. And Hasbando is Hachiroda Hoshino from Planetess. Who's the main character? Main, yeah, that was solid. Main male protagonist of Planetess. He's going to marry Sumomo now. That's how that works. Sure. That's how this works from Absolutely. now on. Absolutely. Yeah. They're not our waifus. 
they're we're they're, matchmakers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nick is over here just like now kiss. Now kiss. Now kiss. Yeah, dude. Chobits and Planetess. Okay. And like I said, we're just gonna spoil from the beginning, okay? We don't really we, we warned you guys to watch it with us, you know, uh, a bit ago. So hopefully you guys did. Um, but from from here, like, you know, we're not gonna summarize the whole entire fucking show, obviously. But like Yeah, these are these are twenty year old shows. Yeah, but like, you know, we're gonna spoil, you know, right away. I'm not gonna give a warning later when we talk about it. I'm just gonna give the warning now. So real quick though, do we recommend these shows? <laughs> I guess we're reviewing them. Should we recommend them? <laughs> I mean, we can say that after, you know, each each one. But, like, yeah, I... Well, in case somebody wants to... Do they want to watch it without getting spoiled? Oh, you're right, you're mean. right, you're right, you're right. Um, Yeah, for the people who don't want... Who want to stop it right here, I guess. You know what? I do recommend both of these. I will say that me personally, and you, if you guys have listened to the podcast long enough and know my tastes, um, I enjoyed Chobits more. But, like, so... Planetess is more of your adventure sci-fi. It's a little more realistic. There's not like, you know, there's not like a bunch of, it's more Star Trek-ish in that way without the aliens. You know what I mean? Um, there's not like a bunch of robots and mechs yeah, firing lasers. It, that's, and, called, that's called hard sci-fi. Hard sci-fi. Hard sci-fi, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's astronauts doing realistic things. Um, it's it's It almost could be like a, this because it takes place in 2075. That almost could be like a realistic future you know, when it comes, uh, when you're watching it. So, um, it's the same manga, uh, the creator of it is the same manga who did Vinland Saga. So if that tells you anything, maybe if you're a fan of Vinland Saga and you know, so there's not really any kind of crazy wild. Oh my God. I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. There's <laughs> not even crazy, any crazy wild action or anything that happens in it. It's just like, a. it's almost like, a like a life, you know, a life drama and, and a life, uh, kind of, you know, it's like a serious, holy shit. Like this is space and this is what the world could look like in 2075 and, um, whatever. So anyways, Chobits is, you know, it's, it's by clamp that should tell you a lot of stuff. It's, it's a, it's a slice of life romance, uh, that kind of thing. Um, and, but like it, the big thing about it is like, um, it has a post-humanism kind of theme, like Ghost in the Shell, like uh, it, you know, is Matoko Kusanagi real? Is is Sumomo and Chi, even though they're Persicoms, personal personal companion computers, are they real? Can you fall in love with them? Can you hate them? That kind of thing. Can they feel? Can they hate? That kind of thing. So yes, I recommend both. If you want to watch it, stop the podcast right here and come back and listen to this later. Boom. Okay. That being said. We're going to move on with the review. So with or without you or not. And if you got a problem with that, you can send a complaint to uh, www.kissmyasshoneybear.com. Okay. Um, or you can you know go fuck yourself. Anyways, <laughs> let's start with the order that these came out in. Okay. Um, that's why I have them listed this way. Chobits came out first in the spring season of 2002 with 26 episodes plus two OVAs. Um, 
24 apps. It's 24 episodes if you watch. If you watch on the streaming sites, it's 24. So that's what I was going to say next before you decide to jump in. And oh, fart sorry. My, my bad. Fart my, my bad. Yeah, don't fart my <laughs> cactus, okay? Just... I just got it. Okay, it's a brand Nick, new Nick, you're jumping the gun here. You're like, jumping the cactus. It's You yell at us about not following a system, and Sam is just over Silence. here following the system. Silence! Let <laughs> Sam <Psalm> speak! <laughs> Silence! <laughs> you bitch. Okay, no, like, like Frau from Awesome Powers. So, and we, we fucking, it was funny because we were trying to fucking figure it out last week before recording. Yeah, I watched the last two episodes like twice. I'm like, is that it? Is that and it was like, what happened? And so like, we, it turns out that like two of them are recaps. So like, it's like um, every episode is titled "She Does This, She Does That" or whatever. There's one episode called "Shinbo and Sumomo Chat," and then another one called "Minoru and Yuzuki Chat," and those are them chatting together, recapping the events of the series. So I think it's like there's one called uh, "Chi Kills Krillin." <laughs> And and he can't be wished back this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like literally Dragon Ball Z episodes. How they name that? That's like a One Piece thing too, where they just spoil the fuck out of it <laughs> with the episode title. It's like ep- Luffy dies really bad, but then he comes back, but then he dies again. It's episode. episode. It's episode nine and eighteen. That's pretty easy to remember. So just like you know, nine episode nine and then times two, you know, episodes later eighteen. It's those two episodes, and the way Crunchyroll has it. Is they cut them off, they cut them out, and then num- renumbered them from there. So yeah, which which ones were the? Uh, is that oh, that's eighteen and nine. Yeah, you just said yeah. It. <laughs> so then episode twenty six ends up being twenty four. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like it, it's it, it's not it doesn't matter because those don't even exist on the streaming sites anyway. Yeah. So so on on Crunchyroll and, and and Funimation, don't even worry about those recap apps. But if you're, it might be if you get the physicals. But if you get the physicals, you're watching it somewhere else. Hint hint. Then, then it's episode nine and eighteen. I couldn't even find the recaps when I went to the, the high seas. The the <laughs> yeah, the place where I watched it had. I didn't want to watch them anyway. It's fine. The, like I don't need the to watch place them, I had them on were the 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 place where I was watching them had them, so I just skipped them. But, um, this is Studio Madhouse. Uh, the director is actually Mario Asaka, the storyboard for for the OP and some episodes as well. Um, this is funny because we talked about Mario Asaka last show swap because they did Nana. So they're the director for Nana and a bunch of other clamp stuff. And, uh, and of course, Chahaya Furu, Chahaina Fina. So Mario Osaka, we mentioned him last time. Uh, he kind of seems like to be one of the directors that they go to for some clamp stuff. Not necessarily all of the Card Captor Sakura series, but like an OVA, I think one of the movies. And no, some, he some... did. He no, he he did. He did the show. He was the prime director for it, though. SAO. Oh, you know what? Well, you know what? I, that's just the ED, actually. No, you know what? I read it right here because it says director and storyboard, and then it says, after that, it says five episodes, but that just meant for the storyboard, so that's why I got confused. Um, but yeah, he pretty much is like the the go-to clamp person. Um, he also did, he's also assistant director of Demon, Demon City Shinjuku. But yeah, we mentioned that the, the last time. Um, uh, um, but yeah, Mario Osaka, he's pretty cool. He's got a big resume, especially with clamp. So, uh, chief animation director is Hisashi Abe, and based on the manga Chobits by Clamp, which is a group of mangaka that does a bunch of awesome shoujo manga. Uh, some of me and Danny's favorites are done by Clamp. So, if that should tell you anything. Um, uh, I uh, uh, The synopsis of Chobits is basically this literally the most pathetic motherfucker in the world is a country bumpkin. Okay, his name is Hideki Motosua. 
He's a country boy who's studying hard to get into college. Uh, he comes from, you know, the boonies. He's a farm boy. Um, he can barely afford anything. Um, but once he finally gets to Tokyo, he decides to attend cram school, uh, you know, prep school or college prep school to help his chances of getting into college. Uh, he's going to be like 19 years old soon. Um, he finds an abandoned Persicom in the trash. Okay. And Persicoms are like these, they're fucking androids, man. Okay. You can program them. They're basically the computers that me, Danny and Nick are talking on now. Just imagine that, but like in the form of an Android and you can download software to them. You can use them as phones. You can use them as messengers, email. You can have them send your email, but they're in the form of a waifu or a husband or a person. So, um, he finds one in the trash and he manages to activate her, um, and turn her on. Hint, hint. That's very funny. Um, in more ways than one. <laughs> Only Hideki can touch her, her hoo-ha. Which you don't find out till later. But like, um, yeah, her on switch is in the, her hoo-ha. Um, and so, uh, all she can say is chi, at least in the beginning. Um, she learns over time to speak other words and, you know, understand things. But like, so he names her chi. And then basically this is the story of them living together. It starts peeling back some other things like, can you fall in love with a Persicom? You find out that she might be a special type of Persicom called a Chobit, you know, four or five episodes in or whatever the hell it is. And so it's like, um, you meet all these characters on his neighbor Shinbo has a, a Persicom, but it's a mobile Persicom. So it's a little chibi tiny, like it's probably the size of a soda can. I think it is, you know, her name is Sumomo, which is the waifu. Um, Trisha's favorite. Trisha loves Sumomo so much every time. She's funny. She's very, Dude, yeah. she's the comic relief. Every time she comes on the screen, Trisha's just all giddy. She's, she's, she, she thinks she's the cutest. Um, uh, but yeah, that's basically it. That's the, that's the little synopsis. Um, uh, <laughs> it also tells you here on now that episodes nine and 18 are recap episodes. Um, but yeah, so I mean, so when I was a kid, I, I had the first volume on my shelf still too. When I was a kid, I read, I think, the first three volumes, and then the person that I was borrowing was borrowing them to me as she moved away. So um, a bunch of other manga that I've read was because of her, and then when she moved away, um, I was not able to finish reading them. Um, but, like, yeah, fucking, uh, it, it was really cute. You know, it had this very distinct style with these very huge eyes. Um but kind of far apart in a weird way, but like it still kind of worked. I don't know the, 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 um, I'm trying to find the name of the, the, the main design, but it was, it was in Kodansha's Seinen manga magazine, weekly young magazine, um, from September, 2000, October, 2002, it's eight volumes. Um, so 26 episodes for something that's eight volumes, I think is pretty decent. Um, I just wish I could tell you some of the differences. I haven't looked up, tried to look it up yet, but um, if you look at just even just the covers by themselves, you know what I mean? And then you kind of look at uh, just any other clamp cover, you know what I mean? You could tell, you know what I mean? So I love it. I love it a lot. But what did you guys think? What are first thoughts? You know, what did you guys think of, uh, I guess, rather what's Nick's first thought, right? Because, you know. We was it was traded to him from Danny. 
Uh, I'm gonna try and talk as so less as possible in here because it's it was your it was yes, um, what a, what a filibuster. It's, huh? it's y'all's trade, so you know I'm gonna try and shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna look up stuff in the background. You guys, all right? Yeah. So Chobits, Chobits. Right? I've seen Plastic Memories, and and so here's my favorite thing I, about it. Uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> The, the the main thing I knew about it is, is the opening. Obviously, I've heard the opening. Yeah. Everyone's heard it, and then you can't unhear it. <laughs> um, Plastic Memories was apparently somewhat similar to Chobits, which aired in like 2015, give or take. Uh, and so I saw that, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll eventually I'll watch Chobits someday. So expectations going in, I thought it'd be a little bit like that. You'd be a robot, love story type of deal. And I thought it would be... I didn't like plastic memories actually was more tr- tragic at the end or bittersweet. I guess Chobits was, I would say more, more of a happy ending at the end. Kind of, kind of, I don't know. It ended very abruptly. I, I had to watch it twice and I still didn't fucking like fully get it. Um, but yeah, the, the show overall was fun. Like it was, it was a comedy. It was a rom-com, right? With uh, with a little bit of mystery, figuring out what's the deal with Chi, what's the deal with the Persicoms, right? Because Chi was supposed to be one of the Chobits, right? Which are like one of the special, you know, legendary Persicoms. So mm-hmm. um, the first like big chunk of the show was just like mostly rom-com. And then they kind of like dumped most of the story at the end. Which was fine. I think it would have been better if they interspersed them a little bit better, but it was entertaining. I, I did find it funny, like Chi learning to to do things like she was basically like a parrot or or like an animal that it just imprinted on Hideki pretty much because <laughs> um, he's not anything like super special. She just, you know, he's he's the harem guy. He's not really he doesn't have a harem, but he's like he's the he's the anime male love interest, you know, and <laughs> he's not special. But that, you know, he's got the girl. So even though she's not, I find it like funny that. I don't know, like I, I don't understand how people can fall in love with a robot like i get how they could lust for one i guess but like actually fall in love that's that's just strange to me because the robot can't it can't like actually feel anything you know what i mean and she she basically can't say no so yeah i think that's i I did think it was funny though because they played everything for laughs they didn't get way too serious with it i like that i like that they did that the guy was like he was like embarrassed about his about his uh uh you know perversions but he wasn't like a creepy pervert he was he would like quickly try to excuse him you know not excuse him you know, he quickly tried to defuse the situation so it made it it made it less bad i think it was fine um and then at i i would say the weakness was like the story overall if we're going if i'm going that far but uh i like the rom-com elements the overall story was a little bit less it could, it could have been done a little bit better, in my opinion. But otherwise, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty decent. It was, it was fun rom com. So there you go. What do you got, Danny? <laughs> All right. Well, so I mean, this Chobits is something that I grew up on. Um, me and my best friend Nikki. This was something that she and I really bonded over. This is that I wouldn't say Chobits is my favorite anime. It's definitely her favorite. Like she loves Chobits absolutely one hundred percent. I wouldn't say it's my favorite out of the Clamp series, like out of the Clamp stories that, that are out there. Um, but I definitely grew up on it, and it's 
It's for for what it is. I would say it's pretty underrated. Not a lot of people remember Chode Bits, um, especially since it's since it's being a um, a studio clamp um, story and everything. Well, it's not studio clamp. It's I mean, I always get confused about clamp. Like clamp is just a group of. It's a group of women who part, write. Right? Yeah, a, a group yeah. of women. Clamp is is specifically women only mangaka that write stories. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did like Code Geass and uh, X Holic and all that. Hmm. Um. I mean, they they did Subasa as well. So Angelic uh, Lair. Yeah. And and, and Angelic. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. So. Ray um, Earth. Oh, after, God, I Ray Earth. Anyways. After rewatching it, because uh, it's been years since I've I've watched you it. You probably it's... remembered more than I did. I mean, I only I remember most of it because it was around the time when like, you know, Sam Goody and Sunko's video oh, were still that. around and like <laughs> my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we only had like some of the DVDs, like we didn't have all of the DVDs because we were kids. So, yeah. like, it was that kind of week? thing. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the mall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, like, you know, so we never actually like finished it. Finished it. It was only until like streaming services started to become a thing, and that's when like yeah. we really like finished everything. Um. So I would say this is like probably like a first watching it from beginning to end um and also watching it as an adult like 33 years old and i'm watching chobits again it's wild um i hate motosua i don't like him he is awful he's such a yuck (laughs) he is he is he is worse than kazuya from rent a girlfriend i said it change my mind because you can't you mean hideki Yes, Motosua. Yes, Motosua. But she calls him Hideki, doesn't she, in the show? Majority of all the other characters call him Motosua. She oh, is the well, only yeah. person that calls Hideki Hideki. I, I because am they she, live though. together. So <laughs> the, she is the audience insert. So he's Hideki to me. Okay, well he's Motosua <laughs> to me because he's an idiot. All right, this is not um, important. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um. Yeah, he's 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 so dumb. Like he is he is well, absolutely so dumb. And, and I I can't like, I can't. Some people are like, well, he's a farm boy. He doesn't know anything about about technology. I understand. I it's understand. Like, dude, no, I, no one's no one's that slow and that I, stupid at learning. Like, that, no, but it, it was like two thousand. What two thousand two? The internet was not even ten years old then. Listen, I don't know what it what it was like living in the boonies or anything like that. The only thing that I know about the boonies is that there's awful cell service. That's it. So, like, I can kind of maybe understand that he is very ignorant when it comes to technology. But he has been living in Tokyo for God knows how long after he moves. Like, uh, and he and he lives next to a, a guy who is pretty knowledgeable on computers. Not only that, but he is constantly going to um, Kogobunji's house to like help and everything. I, I I know that there are a lot of people who are not good with technology. Um, I mean, 
myself included, like I'm not James because James works in IT. So he definitely knows far more um, computer stuff than me. So but I know the basics like. On how to work a computer. Um, like if I told Danny, I was like, hey, can you like format this laptop? This was then, 2002, Danny. Nobody knew anything. This thing, dude, except the, uh, except the uh, super nerd. Again. Literally everyone else, dude. There's people, there's everyone no, was watching. Not, no, no. But, but like it was like times right. 10, like that he was just like, I don't know how to do this. Everyone else like, was he watching. Was literally, he was literally banging on the TV, like, come on, like work, like work, 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 work. It's you've not never working. Done that, Danny. And so, like, are you that? <laughs> Ignit, come on, man. I don't know. They, they dumbed him down a lot. Yeah, I don't know. If, oh, he was like so dumb. The files are so in dumb. the computer? Yeah. <laughs> like, How do you expect children I, to read if they're getting fit inside the building? <laughs> I did not like the whole, you know, ignorant, freaking, I don't know technology. You have to explain this to me. Like Maybe that's why Chi liked him, Danny, because he was so stupid. And so I wanted to, I wanted well, to just jump in here. And I was Googling while Nick and Danny were talking because I wanted to see, oh, what do they say about the manga, right? Because I don't remember the manga. Like, I read the first two volumes, three volumes. And apparently, it's the characters are a little more fleshed out, and he's not as dumb. I think they dumbed him down for the anime a lot. I can like. see that. Yeah. I can see that. Which, like, you know, that's what we're reviewing. You know, like we're not reviewing the manga. So, you know, it's just like, yeah, he was kind of annoying sometimes. I was just like, oh, oh man. Gosh, get like, get it together, at the dude. End. Like, yeah, especially at the end, I'm like, come on, man. Like, really? <laughs> You've been living in Tokyo for how long and you still can't understand how to turn on and turn off a computer? Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> imagine that, 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 just keep smacking that it. Thing with, that thing with Usagi. I should tell you, I don't know much about computers. <laughs> She's like holding a little disc. <laughs> oh my god! I'm um, like, I was soggy like, oh, drinking man. the the dumb bitch juice. <laughs> the dumb bitch you guys remember yeah. that? Um, yeah. Oh, and another thing that honestly, like, really annoyed me was when they were trying to play that MMO game. Oh, yeah. And and they went in. They went into the game, and she wasn't there, and. Motosua just like freaked out and is all like, I have to find Chi. I have to find Chi. And everyone's all like, dude, calm the fuck down. Like, you don't know how to play this game. You can't just go off and run into like monsters that are gonna kill you. Like, you need to calm down. And he's all like, <laughs> he's like literally in a panic. And he's like, but I have to find her. I don't know where she is. And I'm just like, oh God. I would kill you right now if I had the chance. <laughs> um, Danny's like, I'm yeah. going to strangle this guy. I <laughs> was like on the verge. I was like, holy crap. Well, and that that also as well, like, um, I'll talk about some of this other stuff later because I, I do want to mention some of the stuff I didn't like as well. The Oh, we also got to talk about the picture book that she keeps reading. But yeah, yeah, we'll mention that. That's definitely that was one part I thought was cool. I was like, the the picture book definitely has like. I was like, that was some Masaki Wasa level shit. That that's some significance on like what she like who she actually is and everything like that. So which was which was cool and it was like the twist. It was like oh shit, but um yeah. So like that and that's another thing of the another theme of the show that I didn't cover when i was mentioning the synopsis was like she that she is possibly a part of the chobit series which is a special kind of persicom that is like 
learn and think they and can have think emotions independently and yeah. love and yeah. learn to love and stuff like that they're like you know mm-hmm. like so think of it think of it like this like um like the robots in Mega Man are programmed to they're programmed to do that thing on their own and whatever the robots I choose to believe what I was programmed to believe yeah, the robots in rep <laughs> we gotta post that in the episode the robots and reploids in Mega Man X already come made that way so they can learn new things on top of it and that's why it's like this big, huge thing with Sigma and Zero and all that. There's there's my Mega Man X nerd talk that I'm not going to be able to get to do ever again on this podcast. That being said, that's kind of what, what a Chobits is. And they, they believe that 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 she is one of them. And so uh, anyways, what I was going to say, one thing that I didn't like, just because Danny brought it up, the MMO part where they, they're playing the MMORPG game or whatever. Um they were trying to find Chi and whatever, and then they find like the most powerful boss in the game, and oh yeah, no oh, one's been gosh. able to beat him or whatever, right? And Hideki is trying to fight him, and he's like, "You just like, do you not know how games work, man? What the fuck are you doing?" Anyways, so like, um, <laughs> fucking then Chi comes down like fucking Asuna in the Alicization arc, and just God modes everything and kills everyone. Um, and they they never like explain why or where she was or why the fuck that happened the way it did. Yeah. And it was kind of weird. I was kind of like, okay, well, why, why didn't they, I don't understand. Why was she all powerful? Why was she level 99,000 God mode? Like I want, I want, I don't understand why maybe she played the game before or something. I don't know. Like they didn't say it. Cause like when the, when they, when Hideki turns around in the beginning, um, she doesn't remember anything else. Like the data she had before or, whatever that and one of the things is she doesn't even right have an because when system. when when motosua grat like picked her up and stuff um a disc fell fell out of that, yeah that's of, right like, her lap the and disc, stuff yeah so that must have and, had all of the previous like shit but like yes yes that's probably what like you know what her memory was way before and everything um i, I i'm gonna say this right now guys um i don't want to like expose um like the major spoiler on like who created chi and everything like oh, that because sure. yeah, that's like an that. that's like an interesting um i think it's a good twist i think it's a good like yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't want i won't i don't want to reveal oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i just remember like, it's been like a couple of weeks since i watched it yeah, yeah so i don't want to reveal who like created chi and everything and where she comes from so. and all that yeah, yeah we don't mm-hmm, have to say mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. but like believe it or not it was hideki it turns out oh, it's God. man, <laughs> but like, yeah, no, like, it, and so like those, uh, I was going to say the picture books that she reads, but maybe we shouldn't say that either. Cause that's part of it. But like, um, that's actually, or, I mean, we can talk way. about the picture books. Well, I, well, the book is called a city with no people. Right? right. And then, and then, and then a new sequel to that book comes out and there are clues being left for Chi. Who's leaving yeah. the clues? I'm not going to say, but like, right. they're basically clues that are being left for her, try- trying to explain to her who she is and where she comes from. And it reminded me of Kaiba, just like the the character designs, or like, uh, oh, uh, in the Hello book, Kitty. in the book, yeah, 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 they did that, that little <laughs> the little bunny thing with the, the little bunny. Or yeah, it could be. It's it like the be. mask. It's literally the mascot for Chobits. On in all honesty, it could be. It definitely the is. Little bunny. It definitely is. It could be a Kaiba character. Absolutely. Um, oh, Sanrio. That's what I was going to say. Sanrio, yeah, Sanrio. Or Sanrio. Yeah, yeah, um, But yeah, um, I, no, I'm with, I'm with you, Danny. We don't have to say that part. But like, I, overall, though, there were- We got we to run through all the characters, too, here. There was- there was. Go ahead. There was little, well, I mean, 
there's there's Hideki who finds Chi, right? And he's a country bumpkin. He doesn't know shit. All he does is raise cattle and eat beef. And then he drinks dumb bitch juice. And then there's Shinbo, his neighbor, who has Sumomo as his persicon. He is so much more likable than Shinbo Matsuda. has like Spoiler, do we want to spoil Shinbo's relationship? Oh, we can. I don't care about okay. that. He's like dating their instructor. It's I like, know. What the fuck? <laughs> that was weird. How did I guess you feel they, about that? They just that. do that in Japan all the time, I guess. Whatever. I was surprised. I mean, there's another, there, there was another like relationship age gap difference that happened yeah. in how old the was, story. How old was she? She was like, she, I think she, um, oh, what the frick is her name? Um, doesn't matter. Uh, Yumi, I think she's like 16 or 17 or something. She's 17. Wait, what? She's 17. How's the, instru- how's the instructor only 17? No, 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 no. no, no. There is another relationship oh, age gap yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah. Yumi, in- Yumi likes the main guy. No, no. No, wait. No. Yes? He, no. She did at first. She did in yeah, the beginning. Did. In the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, that's then, what I said. but then I think it was more like, like she was trying to get over who she really liked. Oh yeah, she rebounded the And then guy. and then in the end um you know she really had feelings for Ueda who is the baker that she works for. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's <laughs> he's like out. in his 30s. Yeah. Um probably 30 or something. Shimitsu, yeah, I mean in Japan that's 39, not 39. 39. He's yeah. almost 40. Damn. Damn, dude. <laughs> Freaking clamp. A, Only clamp does to major age gaps. They don't ever he's got that he's got that zaddy status. They don't ever say how old Shimizu is. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They don't ever say how old Shimizu is, but you just assume that she's like in her late twenties. I mean, she's 30s. a okay. How, so how old is Shimbo and the other guy? They're nineteen uh, wait, or eighteen. They're, 19, 19. They, yeah, they're okay. yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're of drinking age, so I, I would say like nineteen Japan, and twenty. Um, like I don't, I don't mind, you know, Shinbo and um the teacher as much. Their teacher dating because they're full on grown adults. Like, yeah, it's weird that that Shinbo is dating like their actual teacher. Because like yeah, it's like unethical. That's like <laughs> super weird. Like, how can you? I, I could understand like maybe you know dating a teacher that is in a different class or even at a different school, but not like the same school and you actually your she teacher. Goes to a different school. Like that, you can like Shimizu can actually seriously get in trouble for. I don't care if you are an adult, like in a college prep, like community school, prep school, whatever. You can get in fucking trouble for that. Yeah, students, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's and that's um, that's like a that's like um another aspect of the anime kind of where Hideki is showing up um and having finding Chi kind of unravels all this stuff because he kind of becomes a part of everything, uh, and and you know things get revealed and uh it's it's like the the thing between him and Chi that kind of unravels everything, but um we should probably say what we think about this final thought soon because uh we should talk about planet <laughs> planet gotta get going tease, gotta yeah. get going all right any any anything we got to run through on chobits any major things we missed no i think the major thing we didn't want i don't want to we didn't want to talk about there's some spoiler stuff oh the the little the little short kid uh minoru minoru was cool yeah he was actually he's like the him and and his his purse persicom were 
Yuzuki. They kind of helped out with like the technical. They uh, were honestly stuff. so fun when when they were first introduced and everything. Like, I, I love. Okay, if we ever do a freaking Shota Smackdown, I want Minoru in it because like he was just Shota the best. Smackdown. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta have we gotta have the manga book club on that he's one. A, he's a genius. Yeah, he's he's cool. yeah. Like you know, I love the fact genius that, young kids, man. They're cool. Yeah, like I think they're they're yeah, like Conan. they're so like uh, it's but yeah, really smart kids who who can literally like he fucking built uh, Yuzuki um, because in the in the beginning like he built her. Um, to be a replacement replacement for his sister and stuff. But after like as the story progresses and everything, um, you know, you realize that that like over time he has gotten over his sister and everything. And, you know, he cares for Yuzuki just, you know, as not like as a person, but like his own personal persicom. Like he you can actually genuinely tell that he cares about Yuzuki a lot so um and I did find it interesting that you know when when Motosua first went to Minoru um about Chi and Minoru told him like whatever you do like no matter how like how much she looks like adorable or she does something cute or anything like that don't fall in love with her so like whoops uh, uh, yeah whoops <laughs> <laughs> um uh, i i will say i mean we were de- i i feel like i'm definitely going off of a lot of the negative aspects of chobits because there are some like plot holes that just don't make sense like the two like uh persicom agent uh things that yeah i like, didn't I didn't. I didn't like that because they showed up at the end. Apparently, yeah, they like they weren't there the whole time. They were super interesting characters as well, and it's all like, why are you well, here? Well, they might have been, but they they never they never elaborate. They, 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 they were not interesting because they showed up at the yeah. end. Right, they could exactly. Have been, they could have been interesting. They could have. They were there yes. from like early on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, they could have been a big. I think that deal. was like the worst part of the show. Um, but like honestly, they were like completely unnecessary to the whole plot of the story and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um. But I, I do want to talk about the good things about Chobits and and that is it's it's super funny and super cute. Um, the, and, and like, honestly, I, you know, the first three episodes, I will say, are like. The 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 height of the show, especially when, you know, uh, Hideki is is teaching Chi like, you know, house manners and everything and and um yeah she just she just copies him yeah yeah so like she's like that pervert hideki's a pervert yeah and like you know <laughs> hideki here um you you know you're sad right why don't you read one of your magazines and like the yeah, sound effects of porno. like with like the dirty magazines you hear yeah, like yeah. like the boying like like a boob kind of yep. like jiggle thing sound effect or that's the only way i could could explain it so in like the, in the dub it's always like a Somebody in the background going, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So like like those types of things are like super funny, especially, you know, in the beginning. Like that in the beginning, I definitely don't mind like Motosua's uh ignorance on computers and stuff. 
it's honestly at close to the the middle and the end of the show where I'm just like, okay, you're just getting ridiculous on like how ignorant you are with computers. Like it was cute and funny in the beginning, but now you're just getting out of hand. Um, but I will say like, I think my favorite part is when like he is trying to um, buy underwear for Chi and uh, like he just can't do it. Like he feels too embarrassed about it. And also like um, giving taking her a bath, like taking her to take a bath and stuff like Shimbo was all like, oh, you need to bathe your Persicom. And he's all like, wait, what? I have to bathe my Persicom. But she's a girl <laughs> like I can't do that. I can't go into the women's bath. And like she's he's a robot just, like, too. So over exaggerated. And it was so funny. So, and the way that like he he's telling Chi, you know, like okay, go in, go into the to the bath, and then you'll first see the locker room. You just gotta take off your clothes, and then you know, go into the bath and start washing yourself and everything. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna go into, you know, I'm gonna go my separate ways, and then like he goes into the locker room, and all the guys in the locker room are just staring and. And Hideki like looks around like, why is everyone staring? And then he turns around and then she is like trying to take off her clothes. And <laughs> it's just so funny. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I liked when she tried to get a job and she got a job at a peep show. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I don't know. OK, yeah. I don't. I watched that was funny, I watched dude. some of this in the beginning in sub. And then I watched the rest of it in dub because I wanted to watch how I remembered it. And the the the, the name of the peep show in the dub was was kitty cat live girl hot live girls meow meow <laughs> <laughs> super funny oh my god i want to mention oh too god, that the dub is very 2000s okay so when you go oh watch for it, sure there's no- so many iconic yeah. iconic actors it's in, nona marshall crispin freeman um it's steve blum uncredited as the side characters you know um which is michelle funny. R- michelle ruff who pl- who voices uh chi yeah um Bridget Hoffman, who voices um, the manager. Uh, Bridget Hoffman has voiced Belle Dandy in the past. Yeah. So there are so many well-known. Oh, freaking Steve Bloom is is Ueda, the 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 manager the manager of the baker shop. Yeah, like, he's uncredited. He's credited <laughs> somebody else. But yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. But that is it is Steve Blum. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 for sure. And he's also sure. another kind of minor character in Planet S two, which is funny. Yes, like, is, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. A lot of run the same. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the same voices that are in here are also in um Planetess as mm-hmm. well. But um so. Minoru's was the first one I recognized because Marshall Mon- Mona Marshall is yes. best known for Izumi and Digimon and also mm-hmm. and she still works today, you know, she still does stuff today, which is cool. Um but like um that's how I recognize her the most. And then I think she does play in some versions of Ryuko and some Tenchi, some Tenchi, I don't think she does all of Ryuko. Maybe she does, but I, I think she only does. I thought she only did it in some of them, but I think she was the also last. X. The last Tenchi she did was in 2003. Oh, okay. Shit. But um, we got to do all the Tenchi stuff at one point because those, that shit's wild. But yeah, anyways, I basically, I mean, I, everything what danny said i think it's very cute i i love it personally because it's like it's very cute and adorable it loses a lot of its 
it, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's not executed very well. And so um, I think it's, it's almost kind of, and with the two agents at the end, the agent person comes at the end from what I've read just now, it seems like they were supposed to be like, obviously they're more elaborated in the manga. Right. And it almost kind of seems like the way it was executed in the anime was, Oh shit. We forgot about these guys. Let's put them in there. Oh shit. And then they just mm-hmm. got to put them in there. But anyways, I have a question after, after you finish. Oh no, I'm done. So. That's why I, I just wanted oh, to okay. s- say it. Basically I agree with everything you said and oh, I still okay. enjoy it. Um, so my question is, do we think that Chobits could deserve like a Fruba reboot? Oh yeah, it should out and like a one. more faithful adaptation. The Fruba it. treatment. Yeah. Somebody yeah. somebody who could write write it a little better. Only if they had the uh opening again. Oh yeah, that oh we didn't even talk about the OP. Like oh, well, I've a, already, at least like a little bit more. I've already played it by now, but yeah, like it's it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I don't like the E D quite frankly. Yeah. It's it's I think at, I like the one. whole show is it's the weakest link out of everything. It's it's really not it doesn't hit for me. The only I skip it every the, time. The, full ED. The, the OP is it's we call it a non skip. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. If you're yeah. skipping, you're tripping. That's what I say. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's funny because you could tell when each of us started watching it because I probably finished it last, and so Nick started watching Chobits a couple weeks ago, and he he came in our channel. And he was like, "God, this OP is a bang!" I totally forgot how big this OP is. <laughs> and then a week later, Danny comes in. And she's like, she tags Nick, and she's like. Dude, this is bopping right now. I'm dancing right now. To this kid. <laughs> it's funny, dude. And um, then you chimed in about it too. I was just like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and I attacked Trisha talking about Sumama because Trisha loves Sumama. Sumama's so cute. I love her. Trisha didn't rewatch all of it with me, but she rewatched the last like 10 episodes with me. So when I was finishing it today, she watched it with me. So that was kind of cool. That's This is one of the few animes that I share with her too. So that's kind of another reason why I enjoy it as well. But we just really like the characters. But in the, it just and maybe maybe we can review the manga in an EX episode or something. Because I would it seems love like that it, in it, all honesty, because I would I would like to see at least the differences. Yeah. And this was one of the first, you know, this is their first clamp story that was geared towards young men. But here in the North in North America, everyone loved it. Young, you know, it was mostly when I was in junior high reading this. It was mostly girls reading it, you know, so um, but like uh, it, it has that kind of like that male fantasy kind of thing where you have a, a girl, you can program all your own, do whatever you want for you, that kind of thing. So I think that's why they try to do it like that. Um, I, I know that uh, Okawa, Agea Okawa, who's one of the clamp artists, she designed she to make people as uncomfortable as possible because like she wanted men to be attracted to she. To make you feel like, is this okay that she's a robot? And right. again, that was one of the big themes of it, right? So, which was cool. That's something I really did, really dug. So maybe this is just one of those things where the manga is way better. But for me and Danny, I think maybe more so Danny, you know, because we watched it and read it when we were younger. Well, I read it. I didn't watch the anime until, like, I was an adult. But, um... You I know. just want to say, um, uh, uh, I was I watched this on Crunchyroll, and the the very la- the 
episode 24, uh, people get to like make comments and stuff. And and a comment uh, from from someone uh, from a year ago, they said Hideki, super dumb bonehead who is a closet relationship guru. <laughs> you got that riz. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next one. Ooh. Wait, 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 no, wait. Get, next final gotta, thought. We gotta give final thought. Oh, sorry. Okay, no. I think the show was at its best when it was being funny and silly and moey blob. Yeah. Uh, what do you rate at the it end, to? I mentioned again. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Five panties. Five lost panties out of ten. Five lost panties. <laughs> and that's a Nick five. Underpants. So underpants. I would say. It, I would say it's about average because, like, at the time it was probably like very good, but there's so much more uh, of the rom coms that have come out. And we. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, I will, I will say there, there's like ten. This times influenced better. things in the future, yeah. but it, you know, like plastic memories. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a little more dramatic, but um, it definitely seemed, you know, way gooder when I was younger. Way gooder. Way yes. gooder. Way gooder. Okay. Um, uh, my and, and my I, Dannyisms are rubbing off on <laughs> both of you. <laughs> hey, is I just think it's kind of dumb that it's like the whole point of the show is kind of dumb because like she's a robot, but she has no personality or thoughts or anything really. But she kind of okay. Spoilers for the I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil what happens at the end. I guess there's a little more to it, but it just it's hard to to actually care about Chi besides being like a curiosity. If if you don't sense any humanity in her, you know what I sure. mean. Mm-hmm. She's like a dog, but like not even flesh. <laughs> so like, it's funny. I enjoy the comedy bits, and when they did the, when they did those, it was good. And, but like, also think like in real life. I know it's anime, but like in real life, if you had a robot like that, you'd be fucking terrified of it. <laughs> like, there's well, no fucking I mean, way I'd let that thing near me. I mean, me. it's like AI. Like like people fear about AI as well. So dun, dun, you know, be like I robot. This is dun, dun, this is dun, just dun, like dun. this is just like that because you know and and that's the whole point of the two like agent persicoms like because they were trying to invade and and make sure that you know the chobits um it, it, the chobits were like a threat at the end of the of the thing so um yeah and that, the that was the were whole better than the real yeah that humans. was the whole point of of that so yeah. um. I thought I saw some male chobits too. There were, yep, yep, yep. Not a lot. It was like, oh yeah, lot, people but, aren't dating yeah. anymore. They're just, they're just dating chobits. But yeah, that wasn't I'm really the point of it. Robot yep. I don't give a fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Some robo pistons. Um. All right. Yeah. Lot, yeah. It was. It was fun. It was decent. Yeah, I give it. Um. I give it six and a half sumo exercises out of ten. Maybe eh, seven. I'll give it seven. Seven actually. Seven. Because it's like iconic to me. You know what I mean. So seven. Yeah, and keep in mind I watched it just yeah. now. <laughs> I don't have any nostalgia for yeah. it. So it's I'm, not really that's, fair. I'm 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 admitting my bias for sure here. So yeah. So initially I have gave it a seven because of nostalgia reasons. Um ideally it's probably like a six and a half out yeah. of ten for me. Yeah. So um I bet you I might have been. A I think harsh. I honestly might like the manga more. <laughs> I was gonna say person. that next. I was like, Danny and me probably enjoy the manga more. 
<laughs> just play the OP as you read the manga. Hell yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on repeat. And then and then have For like, like have like the uh, and then the boo like yeah. the boo jiggle like sound effect anytime yeah. something <laughs> stupid happens. Wow. Sam, if you All can right. find that sound effect, just like put it right there for me. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, guys, a porno. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> Don't forget, like, the boing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. That was, like, the best sound effect ever in the whole show. It's funny, dude. It's funny. This this anime um had a big staff, okay? And so the only one I really recognize is the director. I don't know anyone else. Um, the only reason I recognize the director is because we did it last time with the last show swap. So um there's a few other people on here, like you know, I'm sure if I click their name, you know, I'll be like, Oh, sweet, they did this. You're, you're still talking about Chobits? Yeah, Chobits, yes. yeah. But I just I just wanted okay. to mention that real quick because we didn't talk about it that much. But all right, let's uh go on to the next show of the show swap. This one Nick traded to Danny. Planet test. It's 2003. It premiered in the fall season of 2003. 26 episodes. An actual 26 episodes, okay? There's no recaps or nothing like that. Um, Studio Sunrise. I don't know why I put Madhouse there, but it's, it's Sunrise. Uh, directed by Goro Taniguchi. He did Code Geass. He boarded a lot of S. Cryad. He's done a lot of boarding and art direction for Gundam, Gundam stuff. Uh, based on the manga Planet Test by Makoto Yukimura, he's best known as the manga for the current running manga Vinland Saga. Uh, chief animation directed by Yuriko Chiba, Eiji Nakara, and Seiji Nakatani. Uh, these guys kind of work together to kind of give the kind of overall flow and execution of the, the show. And so, yeah, uh, the... In 2075, space travel is no longer just a dream, but an everyday reality for mankind. Advancements in science and technology have led to the colonization of the moon, the commercialization of outer space, and the formation of large space corporations. Aitanabe, an upbeat woman whose interests lie in the cosmos, joins Technora Corporation as a member of their debris section, a department dedicated to the removal of dangerous space junk between the orbits of the Earth and the moon. And then, uh, yeah, and she discovers... uh, that the job is like underappreciated and uh, it's actually like a really hard job. And then she meets the hot headed, passionate Hachiro Hoshino um, who has a dream of having his own spaceship and it kind of just follows the Technora debris section and uh, cleaning up space junk, which like you find out right away, like is actually super like important. That's like a super important job. You know what I mean? Which like every job is important. Right. But um, anyways, since Nick traded this to Danny, I want to hear Danny's first, you know, just initial initial thought real quick before we jump into the to the whole thing. Or I guess, you know, Nick's first thoughts afterwards, you know. I'm going first. Is that that's right? Yeah, because we you know, because we traded we traded it to Nick traded it to Okay. You, yeah. Um, I mean initially I didn't really heard of this show until Nick um recommended it so i feel like i heard nick say it like just randomly on a podcast two years ago or something. yeah yeah, yeah. i mean again like yeah it was probably so. me trying to sound it out how to pro- pronounce it <laughs> it's like that one show planet planeties planet planeties planets 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 
Anyway, sorry, Danny, go ahead. Um, yeah, so, I mean, honestly, I kind of just went in blind, really. Like, I, I, I mean, obviously, from the poster cover it's it's going to be in space and and the title itself like planetess obviously it's going to be like a sci-fi and everything so i just didn't know exactly what it was going to be about i wasn't sure if it was going to be like something um along the lines of like cowboy bebop or something like that like you know space cowboys all that so um but yeah, uh I mean, first episode it was it was it was fine. It I think it was a li- little bit of a slow run in my opinion. So a little bit like The Wire. It, I don't know what The Wire is. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's Remember the meme everyone... is that The Wire is the is like the best TV show. Yeah, everyone was into that show. <laughs> it's a slow burn. I never man. heard of it. <laughs> I never seen it. I don't know. You never been to Baltimore? To I don't care to watch it. Wait, I've so, um, I've so seen it. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Danny. Go ahead. Were you? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no. I mean, overall, like once I was done, I actually fairly enjoyed it. So I, I actually liked it a lot more than I anticipated. So or expected, not anticipated. So, so my initial thought, just a real quick, was I saw the the key visual for it and I was like okay this is going to be like one of those what Nick explained to me is hard sci-fi shows you know it's like there's not like it's not like it's like there's no aliens it's not space Dan. there's no laser beams you're not turning into zombies in space yeah it's like realistic (laughs) sci-fi you know what I mean and so like I was like man I don't know if I don't know if me and and Danny are going to enjoy this one that much but then I actually enjoyed it too so uh yeah all right my turn uh my first thought I've already seen it (laughs) Oh my god. I'm just kidding. So when did you watch the it? reason I watched it is uh I was I was on an old Warcraft forum and somebody mentioned it. They're like, it's my favorite anime. So I watched it in like 2000, it might have been 2009 or 2010, give or take. And it was good then. Um I actually enjoyed it more the second time watching it. So yeah, it, it reminds me a little bit of the anime, uh little known anime called Cowboy Bebop. It's totally different. Bebop's a little little known anime. <laughs> it's well, it, Cowboy Bebop. It, it's like kind of hard sci-fi, but not really. It's like it's not soft sci-fi. It's like medium, medium, extra medium sci-fi. <laughs> um, but it has like similar like character di- di- dynamics a little bit. Um, it's also yeah. I haven't I have to watch this still, but Interstellar I need to watch. Apparently it's a little bit like that, and and it's like probably even closer to to Gravity. I seen that one with Sandra. oh Interstellar, like the with the fucking the movie with Christopher Nolan. It's kind of like Matthew that. McConaughey, yeah, and like Firefly. Firefly's of. good. It's actually kind of like Firefly a little bit. Firefly's um, a little more, yeah. Fi- I feel Fi- like Firefly. Firefly is more like Cowboy it's, Bebop. Firefly yeah, is Fire- funny. Firefly is definitely funnier for sure. Although this is a decently funny show. Planet Planet Test is. Funnier than than people give it credit for, but Firefly has more fantastical things in it than I I would say Cowboy Bebop does. But yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah. There's a I forgot about the the one enemy. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I enjoyed it more the second time. Um, I really like this show. I was hoping you guys could get something out of it, whether or not it's your favorite or not. At least you watched it. So for me, one of the cool things I thought was like kind of what I said in the earlier was the the job and how their job gets ridiculed. And it's like, actually, no, it's a super important job. Like, 
Yeah, the debris how, section. They're cleaning up trash. You already mentioned up, that, but yeah, and they're they're you know the half section. That's what they're called because they're looked down upon. <laughs> yeah, the half section. Um, and I, I the, how they kind of went into that was really cool, and how they had to deal with like fucking assholes. You know, it became a bigger problem than it was. You know, the, especially the one little spoiled guy, which later he was. Cool oh man, like, that guy was funny. Yeah. See, he's like funnier than than you think sometimes. But that was a theme that I appreciated. I don't know. What, I I mean, and kind of like what Danny said was in the beginning, it was a kind of a slow burn. Like, I feel like it didn't really. For me personally, it didn't pick up. I mean, I, I was still into it. Like, obviously, I wanted to click the next one, but like it, 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 it start, for me, it started really picking up like in between episode eight and ten. Um, it kind Same. of hit ten. So, yeah. which episodes were those? So, a place to cling oh, sorry, to and regrets. It. That's the titles. So, yeah. for oh, Levy me, suspects fees having an affair. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What are you saying, Danny? For me, where it kind of really picked up for me was um, extra terrestrial girl. And that's episode seven. Yep. Yeah, I I believe yeah. that's the one where they went to the moon. Oh and no Hachi, no yeah that, that was yeah, a great and Hachi episode. Met that no was no and stuff like I loved no no. Um, I thought she was like such a great character and especially for, for Hachi and everything, because, you know, she's, cause you find out she's a, um, a Lunarian, which means she was born on the moon mm-hmm. and you learn, you learn that no, no is actually 12 years old, but she doesn't look 12. She looks like she's. She's like um, six feet tall or something. She's really yeah. Tall. She she looks like she's between like sixteen, seventeen, but she's actually twelve. And with Lanarians, there's only like four uh, in this universe. Excuse me. And, there are dozens um, of us. Dozens. <laughs> and apparently, with Lanari Lanarians, that is a tw- tongue twister of a word. Just call them um, moon folk. Moon folk. Moon yeah. Folk. <laughs> um. Their bodies grow age faster than what they their actual age is. So they're like, I believe it's some it's something has to do with like their immune system or something. But they also the gravity just pulls their body. Right. And their their lung capacity won't be able to like go down to earth. Like, yeah, they're they're too weak. Yeah, like they're they're they they would definitely have a hard time breathing on Earth than they do up in space. So and there there was a time I believe it was around when um, I think this was like the beginning where like Hachi had. Um, oh, crap. I think I think the reason why he was at the hospital was because of what happened in the previous episode with the freaking oh. ninjas and everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was the ninjas um, episode. Yeah. That, I hated that. that episode. Was, that's that, that might've been so stupid. That's kind of like the magma diver episode. of the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like even, I was like just like, Oh my one. God, this the is too much. I thought it was um, kind of funny, but yeah, I can see it. Yeah. But I think, I think that like in that previous episode, uh, Hachi got into an accident or something and that's why he was at the, the lunar hospital and that's where he met no, no. And you yeah. know, um, she really kind of I feel like Nono really opened up Hachi's eyes to a lot of things and and kind of lightened on his arrogance 
and um you know him pushing so much and just being mean to I a lot um and and the fa- and also the fact that you know she can never um see the ocean or anything like that because that, that I, was a great scene by the that way. scene when they went out um in space like in their suits and they went out um in space and everything and she saw you know she kneels down and she like grabs you know some um moon sand or whatever moon gravel whatever you want to call it and she just like throws it up in the air and then it cuts into um that's crusty the know, clown dust right her, there <laughs> it cuts Shout into her King. um you know, in in like the actual ocean and on the beach and everything like that. It, it was that was like probably my favorite cut of the whole show. Moment. Just that little like gif. Yeah, yeah. It's I I really enjoyed that episode. Um, that's honestly where it really picked up for me. Um, I think I think all of the beginning episodes for me were actually really good, except the, the ninjas one was kind of the weakest. Um, yeah. The first couple were good. Episode three was actually good with the, the annual will and testament thing. And then they had to convince uh, the family to to let the astronaut. Oh on yeah, Earth. yeah, yeah. That yeah. was good. That uh, episode. I mean, that's that's when that got Colin, me. I was like, okay, I'm I'm into this bitch now. Like I was the the funeral one, or where they found yeah. the body at. Episode four with with Colin's introduction, the spoiled kid. He's really yes. funny because he's like he's kind of oh, like, a, so like a masochist. Too. He he loves Aitanabe because she like she punches him. <laughs> So he's like super into her, um, but yeah, I don't, uh, man, <laughs> he's annoying. But like, I I like that kind of character. Now, in real life, I probably wouldn't, but in the show, it's funny to me. But I, I would say the first couple episodes started out for me pretty well because like the whole point of the first episodes is like introducing the characters in the world and everything, and they do a great job of like interconnecting everything and making all the characters like unique feeling and goofy. They feel like a family almost. Um. I just like all the characters, mm-hmm. so that's why those first ones worked. But yeah, you're right about the ninja episode. That was just goofy. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit out of place, in my opinion. Um, I was just like, oh, this is weird. I mean, it kind of makes made sense in a way, but like the whole fact that, you know, the apartment that those people were living in was the place that um Tachibana was going to be at and everything and and it was it was just you have to be our female ninja uh, yeah like it's just so weird I was just like why is this what what, I don't understand and then they like they they were all like oh both of you are Japanese right like you guys are like you know you know everything about ninjas and everything like that I was just like oh my god it's true what is (laughs) this Mexican I love Menudo Menudo's great (laughs) Where's your sombrero? Yeah, where's your... Uh, I, don't, I heard you people like tequila a lot. Yeah. Uh. Which I do. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like the silver Patron. Patron. Oh, you're white. You find mustard spicy. Not mustard. Mayonnaise. Um. Mayonnaise spicy. Oh, Nick, you're white. I like Michael no. Jackson. No. Michael Jackson's great. No, I... Yeah, I... Oh, the music I, is. I, I agree. I, um... I, I think that was... Is Danny brought up how Nono kind of softened Hoshino a lot, Hachiroto a lot, the main guy, um, which I appreciated because he was super 
that might have been another reason why I didn't like the first half. Yeah, he was a dick, like, but I liked him. See, okay, so so this is this is funny because so this, I yeah. in the beginning I actually liked um, Hachi Hachiroda's arrogance in the beginning. He's just the male version of Itanabe. Like they're both kind of dickheads. <laughs> I mean, no, like I think misogynist too. I think I think not really. I think Tanabe was just annoying in general because she was like the goody two shoes. She was like straight lace by the book. So it's worse to be a goody two shoes than to be a dick, right? Whereas I mean, we solved it. We need to we need to tier rank all of these. With like Hachiroda, you know, he's been there for a hot minute. And so like he obviously knows the ropes and everything. And and you know, he's a blue here, collar, salt of the here comes kind of guy. here comes um Tanabe with like, we're not supposed to do that. Like we're supposed to do this and buy the book. You know, buy the book and and uh, you know, but here's all the thing, this they're stuff. in space. Technically they should do every single thing by the book in space because they Technically, could die. Technically <laughs> they should, but they don't. <laughs> Yeah, that's the well. That's the funny part about the debris section is it's like she walks into every other section and it's all orderly and you know up upright and everything. And then the debris section is just like Lavi, the 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 Indian guy, just walks up. He's like dressed up in like a fucking oh weird my outfit. God. Like, wow, welcome. He is so, okay. He is such a gossiper. I love that. He's my, like, my one of my favorite characters. He was up everybody's ass on like you know. um I, I can't I can't remember which one, but like he was so like talkative and, and like he wanted to know everything and anything. And he's an entertainer. Um, he's a people pleaser. And like I think it really it really clicked with me when I realized that he was just like the gossip, the gossiper of the group was when um, they were like in a lunch hall thing and and Faye uh fee was was talking to oh what's his name um yuri oh that one no 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 no. um like they she used to work with him one of the higher ups Um, in in like control control panel or whatever the the one of the higher ups that be dwarf azalea i think that's it i think so i'll Um, link it but i think that's it assume that's him um but he be, he became the like vice president of the whole. Yes, that's him. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So Dorf, you know, she was talking to him because he wanted to promote her into um, control section because you know she's been here for a long time, um, and she knows what she's talking about and stuff, and and. They the group can't hear their conversation because they were up in a balcony or something like that. And they're all like, oh, what's what's Fee doing talking to to Doff? You know, like, are they having an affair? And that's when like like uh, Levy just went all out. And he's like, I got to find out. I got to find out if it's an affair. And like he he like goes through his all his connections and everything. And, and it ends up not being what that was. So. Um, he he is the gayest yeah. guy with a family ever. <laughs> he has like seven kids or something. Yeah, like so that. many kids. <laughs> the ultimate cover. Nobody will suspect with that many kids. <laughs> I, I will say I didn't I didn't think he was ever going to develop, um, not develop, develop like as a character and as a human being. Like I always thought he was gonna be, you know, this can't really do anything. He he's he's 
he's just this supervisor assistant for debris section um on paper and, and like i didn't think he w- i thought he was he was just going to be a useless character and everything um he but kind then, of is but that's what makes him funny majority of the of the show he was but then i think like close to the end um actually that that episode where you know they all found out that fee was going to get promoted and so that she wasn't going to be part of debris section so they wanted to do a job on their own without fee so they lied to her that like the job got rescheduled and oh yeah yeah F- yeah so him and, and so Philippe like went out into space yeah yeah and and levy went with them and everything and you know he was controlling the arm and stuff like that but then he started be like start panicking and everything and um that's when the like aqua fee- yell yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um he was really doing the aqua yell. He's like, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I only, I only can do this while it's on paper. I can't <laughs> actually do this job. Um, yeah, but then he actually did it. I mean, of course, with the assistance of Fee herself, like she found out like that they lied to her, and you know, she was all like, oh, "Those assholes!" Like she I told the them Thanos that I would gauntlet. go. Yeah. So, and she went. She like barged into the control section and, and like took the headset and started. Oh yeah. She gave them, them like instructions. Yeah. 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 And, yep. and, um, Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean that whole episode, there was just a bunch of growth. I feel like for a bunch of people, um, that was one of the yeah. early, ones. which one was that or what? Oh, roughly I wish I remember. Okay. We'll, we'll figure it out later. No big deal. Um, um but anyway, I liked Fee a lot as well. She was one of my favorite she characters. She was fun. She's probably like the most. She's like the probably the best side character. I don't know. They're all they're all good. I don't I know. I like- think I think between her and and Yuri, I really liked Yuri. Yuri and has his- a really good overarching story and the whole, his story in the whole, as well. You know, like his show. whole yeah, his whole um, you know reason on why he's part of debris section the was end. just like super heartwarming and heartfelt and stuff. So I was going to say the thing about Yuri, that was the, that was the big, one of the bigger moments of showing you why their job was important. Yes. And yes. it was just, that's what I kind of, that's another part of the show where I was kind of like, okay, now I'm holy shit, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, fuck, this is really cool because the thing about this too, right. And, and I thought about it. Um, uh, the manga, the mangaka, uh, Makoto Yukimura. He does, he does Vinland Saga, right? And the thing about Vinland Saga is like the first part of Torfin's life is full of just violence and action and all this cool Viking savagery and whatever. But that's not the point of the show. The point of the show is this big theme about uh, uh, peace and life and the evolution of the human human love and all that stuff right and then so like with planet test it's it's a bigger theme than just like uh than just like being an astronaut going through space and having a space adventure it's like this this uh like you shouldn't look down on the people who like could potentially save your life right 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 no matter how no matter how like low ranked their job is and everything um that's what i really noticed about the whole i mean especially in in the earlier episodes 
you know, how other employees reacted to debris section and stuff. They always like they always use the term half half section, you know, and and, you know, they always said they always made fun of them and talked about them as half section in front of their face. And, and you know, but then you have someone like like Dorf where uh, someone like Claire, who works in control section, is talking to Dorf and she goes, uh, I can't re- like I can't remember a phrase, but she would she used the phrase half section in front of Dorf and Dorf automatically like corrected her and pretty much flat out was saying, you know, we wouldn't be up here if it wasn't for them. So put a little you know, are in respect. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know. (laughs) So he is having an affair with Fee. I knew it. No, he's not. (laughs) He's not. (laughs) But like, that's... He likes some dirty. But that's kind of like what I noticed. I was like, in in Yukimura's writing, it's like, um, it's, uh, there's like, uh, it's, uh, he's showing before telling. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. just kind of, it's really cool. And that's what kind of like, and also this too, what you guys were talking about about the cast of characters too. Like, there's so many characters in the in and not just the half section, but then like later when you meet, um, Hakim, and oh yeah, Hakim. Characters. Yep. Claire and, Claire is in control. She's uh, uh, Hoshino's former girlfriend. Yeah, and she has her own. She has like a big arc. Yeah, some. I don't and think. Aitanbe's oh, friend Lucy. She's trying to get with Colin. <laughs> yeah, 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 and. And then uh, Tian Chin, you know the other the other guy who. Oh yeah, that guy. He initially likes I at first, but then yeah. Um. Oh, it, and then the sensei too. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. The sensei guy, yeah, the sensei <laughs> guy. Gigalt, gigalt, yeah. And uh, and then he he like didn't want Hachi. No, don't say it. I won't say it. I won't say it. He actually, he actually, I won't say it. Yeah, that's a big part. But like things like that, that what Nick kind of mentioned earlier, the word he used was, I, I believe like how the characters intertwine and interact with each other and uh, how I kind of has to come in in the middle of that makes for a good, like makes for good antics and drama between the characters in the middle of this, of this really huge issue that the, that the current world faces um, with how they're going to do this with the space station and, and, uh, there, then, then it becomes a, an issue of it, it turns in this one theme of like how everyone's job is important turns into a bigger thing of the haves and have nots and how people yep, on Earth yep. were treated and people on Jupiter were treated. Well, nobody's on Jupiter, but oh, yeah, that's they're, right, they're that's about right. to travel to Jupiter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think you mean the moon, the moon, the moon. Yeah, the moon, the moon folk, moon folk and and and, and how like. How it's like, oh, well, as soon as all the fucking rich people fucked up everything down here, they just ran to space. Yeah. And what, one one thing I had about that, though, was that they they're like, oh, we're not going to use labor or parts from a poor country. It's like, no, no. Other way around. That's <laughs> they would exploit the poor country for cheap labor. <laughs> In real <laughs> yeah, life, yeah. that's what they would do. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not super poor, but you know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. I well, want to get into real life stuff. But. I was like, thank God. Thank God they kept this fiction by doing it that way. Um, <laughs> otherwise I would have hated it more, but no, no, like, um, no, yeah, exactly. It turns into this and, and it does it seamlessly too. It's not like it just, 
one is inserted in the other. Yeah, it's about the second third or the last third of the show, give or take. Yeah, like it's all part of it. It all kind of it's all part of it. Yeah, it all grows into this bigger, you know, it, it progresses nicely. And um which is cool. Which is I it, I ended up enjoying it more than I than I thought I would. Sam, I don't think you mentioned your favorite character. Oh, it's a uh, smoker lady. Oh, Fee. That's Fee. Yeah, yeah. Fee, yeah. <laughs> Fee is funny. She is she voiced by the same uh uh She's um Lindy Wee or we went Wendy Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did um, uh Faye Valentine. I she think. did Faye Valentine. Yep. Yeah. We watched it all in dub, right? Or did you guys watch I sub? watched I watched some of the sub and then I, I changed it to dub just because that was really good in this one. I was like, you know what? I'm watching dub. I'm gonna dub these. I'm gonna, I'm gonna this is this is one of the best anime dubs I've watched. It's a really good yeah, and Steve Blum is in it too. He plays Tian Chin and um I don't oh, know. Yeah, he does. Holy crap. Yeah. My I still like uh Dorf's voice actor. I like uh oh it doesn't it doesn't list on a Mal, but whoever whoever voiced him, good job. <laughs> good job. <laughs> My anime list sucks. <laughs> uh and uh even Nono's voice, I believe. Laura Nono had a really goofy voice, but it worked. Laura Jill, yeah, she's another um actor that and she's in Digimon. She plays Kari or Hikari in, in uh in Digimon, which is funny because in in Chobits we had the Digimon actor who played Izzy as Coco Bunji. Um but yeah, she, a lot of she also um plays Haru from Beastars. Oh, sick. Yeah. Um her late like I think they just Start, she she just started um voice acting again because on Annie List her it skips her, there's a big gap literally a huge yeah. gap her her last um her last job that she did was back in two thousand seven and then and jumped then, into Kingdom Hearts back cover. and then yeah yeah which so. is a movie you guys should watch it if you're into Kingdom Hearts um um. But yeah, dude, she's also uh, lucky stars. That's what happens too. Like these, these, I, and I think another reason why I decided to watch in dub was because this was around the time this show and Chobits was around the time I started kind of watching anime a little less. Um, kind of like in the junior high, late junior high time. Well, these these were not on Adult Swim. I don't think they or, were not or, uh, Cartoon Cho- Network. I think. Toonami tried to show Chobits once, like or something. I don't know. It, it might was have, too weird. There was also those anime network <laughs> channels that you can only get on the super cool cable. Chobits is like such a weeb anime. You, you like you can't show that to a regular person. No, it was very weeb. Yeah, it was very. Planetess, you definitely could. This is like a very. This is so normy. But for some, for whatever reason, like this one, I don't even think it's officially streaming anywhere right now. It's not. It's not. So you'd have to buy it. You can buy them on online. You can buy like the BDs and stuff. There's expensive versions if and like more affordable them. versions. Or you could just sail the high seas. I think it was on YouTube actually. I found a bunch of it on YouTube. Yeah. Or was that Chobits actually? But anyway, but Chobits I found on YouTube. But I think I remember when the Sci Fi Channel used to play anime late at night. Oh my some, gosh, I remember that. They would definitely they definitely would have showed Planet Test. The one the one uh side tangent. Oh, the one show that I remember seeing on sci-fi was Kyo the Samurai. Oh hell yeah. 
<laughs> I had no idea what it was about, but I remember watching like one episode. <laughs> I remember watching Armitage 2 mm. and Fatal Fury on sci-fi. It was cool. I still haven't seen Legatage. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I understand it's November, but like, you know, it's early, you know, so just, you know, cool it. <laughs> right. Like, fuck. Um, that being said, one thing that I did want to mention too, um, the one of the chief animation directors, Seichi Nakatani, also did the mechanical design. Oh and God! Strap in. We got ten minutes of mechanical talk. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and then um, it goes like bronze, bronze, crash. So because <laughs> uh, yeah, there wasn't enough announcing of rocket punches. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> that is uh, true. I, I I like. So in this in this kind of when you're doing this kind of mechanical design for hard sci-fi like this, um it's you you gotta do your best to make it make sense. Um so like when they were showing how the ships th- this is another great example of, of, of something the show does really well, which is show and not tell. Um they the little ships they use to go out and you know strap the garbage to, those are really cool. The 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 ship the toy box which is the sh- the the ship they're on, um, was really cool. There's this later arc where they're where they're building this new space station called the Von Bran or Von the or, Von Braun. Yeah, yeah, the Von Braun. The Von the Von Braun. The ha ha The Von. It's German. That's <laughs> German. I think I heard where's Gizmo? Gizmo? Yeah, Gizmo built it. <laughs> Gizmo knows every German. How we're doing the thing like we did earlier. Oh, Gizmo, you're I German. know. I love. Rammstein. Oh, you're Mexican. You must know. Uh, yeah. I don't. Who's the famous? You must know Ricky know. Martin or something. Yeah. Yeah. You like George Lopez? I love George Lopez. Is is uh, who's that girl who made that song? Rodriguez. Jennifer Lopez. Olivia. Olivia Rod. Oh, Olivia Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Oh, I don't know her name is. Yeah, that sounds Mexican. All right, moving on. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, I think she's Hispanic. I don't remember. She might be. She's an honorary one at the very least. Yeah, the she very, is like, now. Like, yeah, yeah. She's invited to the quinceanera. But like, no, like fucking, yeah. Like, uh, the, the, when they were doing the von Braun, the von German or whatever, they were. And this talk- was in the last like portion. This is this is the last arc. There was like two, like one and a half arcs at the beginning, and then this arc at the end. Yeah, which kind of culminates everything, which is really nice. Um, the, the, and this is not a spoiler, but like they're, they're, they're explaining some parts, they're cleaning some parts of the, the inside of the, uh, the, the room that comes before that goes into the engine. And it's these things called the reflective, <sighs> reflective something or other, but like they, and they kind of explain how it works, which is really cool. And it mechanically makes sense without it. And for somebody who's like slow, like me, and as much as I love mecha stuff, you know, sometimes in anime, whether it's the dub or sub, doesn't matter. They'll use lingo that's kind of like, oh, I don't really care about that. I don't really know if I know what that means. Well, it's but, just you know. it's just jargon. It's just, yeah, it's uh, just like lingo. It's just ma- it's just made up words half the time. Yeah, this one's probably made up mechan- her, but... mechanics talk. You know what I mean? And in this case, they kind of still did that, but like it's like made sense to you. And I think that's important for this kind of mechanical design because it's realistic space stations and ships and stuff. You know, in 2075, I could see like these these ships being real things. You know what I mean? Like in the future, at some point I could see them being like, that's what you would actually use. You know what I mean? 
it's more realistic to me than like a, the Voyager from Star Trek or whatever, that kind of thing. Um, or even, I don't know, even some Star Wars ships seem a little bit more realistic than than that, I guess. But is it just me? Millennium is it Falcon just me or, or did or did anyone else get like Elon Musk vibes by Warner Locksmith? Oh, he was better. He was uh, more likable than Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just—he's just a one-track kind of guy. At least he didn't buy a social media company. I mean, <laughs> run into the ground. Yeah. He's this guy. This guy knows how to shut up and dribble. All right. <laughs> I guess. I think he's still. That's an all asshole, he does, though. Yeah. Well, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Hachiroto became more of a dick in like the whole. Von Braun thing. Yeah, he like, well because he got the space on with you, dude? he got the space sickness, and then he, oh he yeah was like so yeah that, yeah like, yeah that it. was scary. I know, honestly, I was like, holy shit, what's gonna happen with him? Him, now? him and I finally started dating. Mm-hmm, Spoilers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could figure it out right away. Like, I think even uh, Edel, one of their that the was in the middle of episode thirteen, it. which episode thirteen was another favorite of mine. I've really enjoyed them going back to Earth and meeting like I and Yuri got to meet Hachiroda's family, like his little brother and everything. And um, his little brother and Yuri were bonding because uh, Hachi's brother wanted to become an engineer and which the little brother is voiced by uh, JYB, just so you know. Um. Oh, it's a Trigun prequel. A Trigun prequel, yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, and and that episode thir- thirteen also kind of went into you know, um, because Yuri ended up finding his his wife's his his late wife's compass, um, and something happens to the compass and and episode thirteen, um. And it he that was like flushes it down the toilet. Super hard. No, it, he didn't flush it down the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> um, yeah. So and that's kind of like when you know Hachi and and Tanabe's relationship kind of sparked a little bit, but then all of a sudden, it, like I think oh, it was sparking the whole after- time. Um. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> it was sparking. They just didn't hold hands. I Both mean, of them, neither of them could admit it. <laughs> they almost kissed in, in episode 13. But then That's they got scandalous. In, they, then they got interrupted by the rocket. So I have a question, actually. Can people have sex in space? Yeah, why not? How does that even work? Well, there's like physics and shit that fuck with you. Nah, man. You just like do the it gravity up. and whatnot. They got those like bars to hold on to. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like literally like your your blood pressure and stuff is going to be all fucked up. Like all the radiation. I Maybe don't know. They have a, well, let's Google I mean, it. you get Miami. you get cancer up in space. So, oh, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> it's I don't plausible. Know. I'm, I googled I'm, it. I don't know. I'm not I'm not an astronaut. I wouldn't know. I think Nick just doesn't want me to say something horny. You can't keep me from having <laughs> sex. In space. I'm not saying should you. I'm saying is it physically possible? To get a to get a bonner, a bonner. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know. One last thing I want to say, bonners aside, is um, because that would be very important if you're gonna like populate out outward. 
If you're gonna populate outward, he said. Otherwise, you got to park on a planet. You got to park at the at the planet, the truck stop planet. You know, hey, pull over here, and we're gonna have a little internet session. Here, you're playing at Glory Hole. We take our sex seriously. <laughs> we take our. We make sure the gravity is just enough so you can bounce up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nick. You God know that like the the they did go to a hotel to do it. Oh yeah, they and did. And there do was it, yeah. and there was no gravity there. They got close. Like I mean, there was gravity there, not not no gravity. There was gravity there. But it was like controlled gravity, yeah. Yeah. That must yeah. have been on the moon or something. I don't know. No, it was on their like ship thing. Damn, this is a big ship. Yeah, it wasn't like no, it wasn't like their toy box thing. It was like oh, I know. the 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 facility that they worked at. Like there's a whole at, like yeah. shop. There, there's like a whole shopping center in in that place. That's where that's where um I uh, Tachibana and Hachi tried to like go out on a date, but they oh they kept ending up bumping into someone they knew, and then that's when um I can't remember who who mentioned it, but um they. Someone that they ran into was all like, you shouldn't really have your date here. Like, if you really if you guys really want to be alone, you might as well go to the hotel so that you can be alone because everyone on the ship knows everybody. So, like, you're going to yeah, run into boinking. people. They're all yeah, boinking. Boinking. <laughs> You think they got a hot so, topic in there? Apparently, there's a thing called Space Viagra. <laughs> He's I'm actually Googling stuff. Right this now. man actually looked it up. <laughs> No, I don't know if I they could actually was... if they could actually ejaculate though. Maybe they just have a boner. <laughs> anyway, what I was gonna say was, the only important thing is that the mail can finish as as I'm trying to figure out here. God damn it, dude! I swear to God, for procreation purposes only. <laughs> just you're you're out of line already. Yeah, can't even deal with it. <laughs> no fucking um, there is this. And you know what? I don't recognize it by looking up the character designer for the show. But uh, the art style, it kind of reminds me of, I kind of like this more realistic art, art style from time to time. I'm trying to remember which Gundam. It kind of reminds me of 0083, Gundam 0083, you know, um, where it's not so anime. It's not so moy looking, you know what I mean? Like it's um, uh, a little more realistic looking. I like that. Um, and it's not like a, it's not super close to, the manga style, you know, but um Yuri Kochiba did character design. I'm looking Yeah, and I couldn't I didn't I didn't recognize art director Shigemi Ikeda. I haven't seen the other work that they've done character designs for, so that's why I didn't really but like I know I've seen this style similar style in other anime before. And I dig that. I haven't watched an anime like this in a while, which is kind of cool. Um but so also, it's almost I, like Satoshi Kon type characters. Or yeah, Kon, yeah, yeah. A like a Satoshi Kon, you know, they have that more realistic style. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, another thing that I wanted to mention, too, just but before we, I guess, kind of because my final thought is I really want to read the manga because this was this was and this might have been why it was a little slow for me at some parts. But this was 26 episodes adapted from four volumes of manga. <laughs> so that's is that relatively slow? That's like, you know, like that's pretty slow. I think, isn't to, it? Yeah, to put it into perspective, Chobits is eight volumes, twenty four episodes. Yeah, but Chobits could skip after that. 
Just kidding. I mean, yeah, maybe. But like, th- this is yeah, actually but no. Also Cho- Chobits, no, Cho- has Chobits had- felt rushed at the end. They felt rushed at the end. Chobits also had two recaps, so. Yeah, that's, why, rushed, that's why I said 24, not 26. Oh, Chobits, I'm sorry. Yeah. Chobits needed, no, you're good. needed a few more episodes for sure. Yeah, Chobits needed. Well, and I. Well, anyway. it kind of makes you wonder how 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 quick they got into it in the manga for Chobits, right? But so when when I was doing some of that reading, um, I found out that apparently the manga ends completely different than the anime does. In in what in Chobits or this in this Planetes Planetes yeah. Oh, d- does the Von Braun explode, killing everyone aboard? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> the end. Maybe <laughs> like <laughs> like you know. But I apparently it's. Apparently, a lot of people say that the anime ending sucks, which I disagree with. No, the, ending, the anime ending was good. I thought it was. It was a good ending. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, maybe the know. manga has a better ending. I don't know. Yeah, but. maybe. But like, I watched this first, so I'm not going to fucking know how it feels, I guess. You know what I'm mean? not even so going like, to read it. I'm just going to assume it's better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Danny felt. You know, I, I want to hear Danny's final thoughts last, I guess, because you're the one who treated it to her. And then afterwards, you know, we can decide who got the better trade, I guess. But, you know. Yeah, I don't know if you have any more other thoughts, Nick. Uh, let's see. So we mentioned the uh, what do you call it? The the geopolitical strife that was happening. Yeah. So Claire and um, oh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but Claire and Hakeem are. I think they're both El Tanikin, or she is for sure. And El Tanika is like a made up country. Um. And so she's working to like improve her her country's standing and everything. And she also works with another guy who builds like suits. That was a whole episode where they well, tried to Well, that was like she wasn't she wasn't working with him. Like nobody wanted to listen to the Eltonican about the yeah. spacesuit. And so she was put in charge of um trying to get someone from each of the sections of the of the spaceship to to test run the 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 spacesuit but no one else, no one wanted to do it other than the debris section so that's half that's section kinda, and and that's when like the Eltonican realized that Claire was also Eltonican and you know she never really thought of her heritage like because she mentioned you know she was born there but then she, her folks moved to America right away and stuff. And that's pretty much like where she grew up. And then she mo- moved up to space. So she never really thought of like her Eltonican heritage until he met, uh, until she met um, that, that Hakeem. space that, that, yeah, that no, not Hakeem, the other, the guy that was trying to sell his spacesuit and everything because he made space her f- guy. Yeah, he made yeah, her feel yeah. like she was doing good because she was in a high ranking um position. So um so that I guess like kind of like inspired her and opened her eyes to, you know, changing the way that she um uh like process things and 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 her way of thinking in general about society and stuff and that's kind of when things took a turn and I also feel like um, what really got her, I think, to get with Hakeem was when she saw um, Tanabe and Hachiroda together. Because I, I feel like deep inside, like yeah, they, 
they were broken up, but I feel like she, uh, Claire kind of still had some sort of feelings for Hachi. Oh, he did too. He did too for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, and I feel like she was just lost and everything. So. That's um, why let this be a lesson. Never break up. Just, just add more people to your, to your flock. Um, (laughs) anyway. I'm not going to comment on that. (laughs) (laughs) Join us. All right. But we also got to mention real quick um, the sensei and this guy's name, uh, Gigalt Gangaragash. Yeah, he was cool. I butchered that name. That guy was super cool. He was was Hakim and um, Hoshino's sensei. And he was like a, you know, a, Basically, an astronaut, one of the earlier astronauts, astronautical mentor, and his whole story was was very powerful. So, without spoiling anything of what happens with all that, um, I enjoyed that part a lot. It also let's well, it like that kind of also tied into uh, to Hoshino's like attitude near the end, or near the, like the last third of the show, kind of the whole show really, like where he like writing out his will. He didn't want to. He didn't. He didn't write anything in his will. <laughs> and like I's like, how can you do that? You gotta. You gotta show people that you love them. Love is everything. And like she's always saying that like love can solve all the problems. Right. Right. And uh, and then later on, like she writes nothing in her will for a second. And I I wrote this down. Let's see. So, it in Itanabe's will, she didn't. She didn't know what to write. Nobody knew what to write. Um, and, but like she eventually changed from her idealistic self, um, and realized that the universe is connected and, and you can't live alone or something. I don't know. They, something like that. They, they both realize that in different ways, like, because so later in the show, there's like a big event, like a terrorist attack happens. Everybody's involved. It's out in space. It's near the moon. It's, it's on the ship. It's and a bunch of stuff happens. And like the, the fallout from that, uh, show like teaches them a lot of things um so that was like that was a really cool part i would say the show got less funny at the at the end though well i, I mean I that's the enjoyed, whole point like i know <laughs> <laughs> i enjoyed the early parts a lot because of the humor but but yeah like it, it was very good the whole way through like it went into more of like a like a drama like almost like a thriller drama at the end I feel like we're we're giving praise to it a lot. Like, is is there anything that we didn't like aside from it? Being One like more a piece slow of burn? praise. Dark Horse, best girl, Edel, secretary. Ah, uh, yes. She was hilarious, or she was the temp worker. She was funny. All right. No, I stuff I guess, we didn't like. Yeah, I guess the fact that it, it there was mm, that it was slow in the beginning, but I mean afterwards it was fine. But um. There were some times where the animation took a dip a little bit. The animation quality took a, you know, a little dip. Dip, 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 dip. Um, and it wasn't super noticeable. I didn't um, notice anything. Um, I mean, it was to me, but like, you know, I, I guess it, it wasn't enough for me to. It's enough for me to just mention it real quick and not like go into it. You know what I mean? So it's not a big deal. Um, I it was I will say it was kind of refreshing to watch this style of animation 
after watching a bunch of new stuff lately. You know what I mean? My gosh. We're, we're always doing seasonal yeah. stuff. But like, <laughs> this um, looked better than Chobits for sure. <laughs> yeah, in Chobits. Uh, I mean. Well, not talking about style, just mm-hmm. like the actual like quality of it. The, the, they had different styles of you know character design or whatever, but yeah, like in, in terms of animation quality, like um, there yeah, was, just the animation level. Obviously, Chobits when it had like the really serious and crazy moments, it was really nice. And and same thing with this, except it was a t- it was a tad more consistent. But then the thing like, is, well, it's way well. Sunrise is like one of the best studios when it comes to like how good it looks. Yeah, yeah, Sunrise. You know, they were especially during this time, they were really good. Yeah. Um they got that Gundam money. Which is why like a lot of the, the animation directors and and um and other key animators you'll see listed on here have worked on a bunch of Gundam stuff as well. Um but uh yeah, I other than that, I mean there wasn't uh it, it the rest of the stuff that I may have negative critiques about, I guess are personal things to me just because the genre is not like my favorite genre. Like, you know what I mean? The kind of sci-fi I like is not enough robo punches, not enough robo punches and fucking, and there should be more face Johnson's. There wasn't enough face Johnson's. I wanted to, I wanted I to know more any. about the, the, the care. It was it Yuri who took care of all the animals. I wanted to, Oh no, yes. there was animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want a whole, I need a whole arc of just all the animals. Oh no, there was Edel had like the, that mascot, right? The pink furry mascot or whatever. She had a bunch of those things. Those and then somebody gifted Hoshino one and it like expanded. <laughs> Press the button. And then his his dad dressed up as one. Oh, we didn't talk about the dad either, but like the dad and the Von Braun arc were a whole thing and his brother and family and all that. And his mom talking to Tanabe. That being said, it's almost like it's kind of hard to talk about all of it. There was a lot to the show in 26 episodes. And yeah. I think that's a good thing. I'm not, I I'm, I say that as a positive because um, there was just so much to consume, but I don't feel like I need to watch it again, which is awesome, which means you did everything you were supposed to do. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyways, sorry. That was my I last. would say this. Oh, go ahead. Actually, does does Danny want to go first or should I? Doesn't matter. I think Danny should go last just because you traded it to her. Are so we doing like, final thoughts? That was my final thought, if anything. You know what I mean? I think this was a better romance than Chobits. Sorry, I should have said that. <clears throat> um, I think this is one of my personal favorite shows from the 2000s. Granted, I haven't seen everything from it's this era, Nick but show. it's a pretty Nick show. Uh, I just love the character interactions and all the di- the dynamics between everybody. There's some nit- nitpicks. I'd say that the first two thirds were I enjoyed more than the last third overall. Because it just got a little teensy bit too serious at the end, but it was still great. Um, the part with Nono meeting Hakeem at the end was was awesome. Like the quote, oh yeah, where she's like, "From here, uh, you can't see any borders or countries or armies. All you can see is the earth." And like, won't say what happens, but yeah, it's a great scene. And the, and then the very end, like the last episode, where uh, I guess we're gonna spoil. Like, I don't want to spoil it. Okay, I, I, the last episode. The, the scene with Hoshino and I in space. I'll say that. Mm. That was a great scene. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I liked the whole show overall. I liked it more the second time around. Uh, I'm going to give it, I think this is one of the better character dramas. Work. This is like my favorite workplace anime. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think call it that, yeah. It actually is listed as a workplace theme on, on my anime list. Yeah. 
because uh, it shows the interconnectedness of everything and everyone working together. And and there's a lot of like very strongly written characters of all different varieties. It's not just like, oh, only the females are good or only the males are good or only the kids are good or whatever. You know, it's it's everybody is like, you know, contributing. So I like that about it. So I'm going to give this. Let's see, nine. Nine uh, dead wife necklaces out of ten. Oh no, so morbid. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it before Danny gives her final thoughts and score. I want to give it. You know what, dude? Straight up, eight pieces of garbage out of ten. <laughs> space debris wait garbage did you hate it or did you like it no i liked it a lot i, liked I know lot. but you yeah. gave it garbage though i'm just i'm just <laughs> you gave it you gave it trash <laughs> yeah no no seriously yeah, straight up straight up straight up okay danny go ahead um yeah so i definitely enjoyed this a lot more than i anticipated that i thought i like i thought i you know i don't know the the I mean, again, like my first impression was like, I look at it, I, I look at the cover and, you know, doesn't really, the cover there's a really screw on the cover. Yeah. There's literally Terrible. just a person <laughs> reaching out for a screw on the cover and that's it. So, you know, it's not really te- like cover, the cover is not really like telling you the, uh, the story of the show really. So you kind of just have to jump in and find out. Um, and Tanabe, not my favorite character. I don't really like her too much. Even when she got better over overall, like I started to like her, especially at the end, um, of the show and and Hachi was starting to become the asshole and like literally just ignoring her and you know he was turning into his dad <laughs> literally turning into his dad and you know wants to get on the Von Braun and like he wants to go and do that for seven years and blah 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 like literally just cutting off his human emotion I mean even during the test of like to get on the Von Braun and that like tennis celebrity or whoever um influencer she like cut her air tube and she was like practically drowning she was losing air and like literally all three content uh no yeah all three contendants went to go save her and Hachiroto was the only one that like just ignored her and passed and stuff so um but he did the right thing though <sighs> Did he though? Well, I don't Werner, know. What's his name? He explained it. He's like, yeah, if Locksmith. you don't do that, then then the whole ship goes down. So yeah, yeah, one, yeah. One person dead is less bad. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna get into that because, like, I I could debate about that. Danny's a mass murderer all day. So, but we're <laughs> Danny's not like, get we're all going together. <laughs> <laughs> if I go, you go. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, I mean, and I did not, did not like the Flying Squirrel episode. I thought that was stupid. That was, the, was that the ninja one? That was the ninja one, yeah. I like. Yeah, we we're, were in agreement. That was the weakest. Uh, like, I don't know why they put that there. I, I'm really curious. On, it was like, goofy. I mean, it's better there than at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, 
so but yeah i mean aside from all those uh things that i didn't like you know that there were moments in the show that really spoke to me a lot um especially with yuri i really connected with yuri um the most out of the crew so and and of course like his sole mission on why he the reason why he was part of debris section was to find his late wife's compass and stuff so that really was just like very sentimental and of course you know the climax on like the the true meaning of the compass and everything um another thing that i i we've kind of forgot to talk about was the music Oh yeah, the OP and ED and the music. The OP and ED. Sound effects. Yes, OP and ED, fantastic. I really enjoyed it a lot. Both of them songs are super catchy. I wouldn't really say that the OP is is like fantastic um visual wise. Uh I I feel like the ED has more of the visual aesthetic versus the opening. I feel like a lot of the early 2000 openings are kind of just character montages. Like they just show you kind of like character, like the characters and, and all that kind of stuff. So there's really no pizzazz on, on like how o- OPs are like today and stuff. So yeah, like a Jojo OP from, from today, a, a Jojo or, or even like from this season, uh, the, the spy family opening, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, you know, it, early two thousand ops aren't like that. I mean, if there are, I would have to like really look look for them. Um, but overall, at least the shows from the early two thousands that I have watched, the songs are super catchy, but the visuals for the openings really aren't like pizzazz or you know, there's not a lot of glamour for them and stuff. So, I've noticed that a lot of music and soundtracks, I feel, are not as good. There's or there's not as much good mm. music now. I don't want to sound like a fucking boomer, but like, no, I, I, yeah, I I can, that's true for like the the new Mario game too, right? Like old Mario music, like fucking it, untouchable, so dude. So I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just I'm just commenting. Even this, like Zelda, like there's some good stuff. Old Zelda, best music. Ocarina of Time, you can't beat that soundtrack. Right, if we get into video game music, I'm going to get really boomerish and elder millennial, so I'm going to... It stopped being good after 1994. Okay, let's save it for the for the video game podcast. Back in my day, we had so. real people music. We had Avril Lavigne in Blake 182 and Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Anyways. I... Um, yeah, no, I wasn't wait, a big fan but, of the well, OP well, RDD, but... You didn't like... I love the OP. That was good. Yeah. All right. Anyways, the songs Danny. I really liked. The songs I really liked. But another thing that I really enjoyed was when they were actually in space and there was no sound. Yeah, because that's how it should be. Right. Yeah. It's not and, like Star Wars, where it's like pew <laughs> pew pew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it was just silence and everything, and I thought that was really cool. They definitely made it realistic and and how it's supposed to, how space is supposed to be. So. Um, so I, did I even score it? I don't even know if I scored it. No, we were waiting for you to give your final thoughts. No, I know. I, I was like, I was thinking, oh, okay, yeah, I did score On it. your analyst. I, I was, I meant like on like Annie list. On your analyst. Um, 
I, okay, I may bump it up because initially I gave it a 7.5, but I will bump it up to an 8 out of 10. Yeah, see, that's what I was, it's always funny because like I'll say what I think like after watching it. And then when we, when we come to talk about it on the, the podcast, I'm like, okay, well, hold on, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, it either I goes actually, up or down. You know, <laughs> I actually liked it initially that, you know, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to give it eight, um, eight out of 10 of the, um, uh, the, the pink mascot thing. I was going to say that, but I couldn't find the name. <laughs> I don't know what the name was the either. Name yeah, but it was something pink cute. fluffy guy. Yeah. All right. Nice one. Okay. You could give it eight out of ten astronaut diapers. Oh diaper god, man. no! I hated <laughs> that man. part. Yeah, Honestly, I literally hate every time I hear I heard freaking Tanabe's uh, friends that like the English person uh, saying diaper man. I like cringed you like every time. Man? You mean diaper man? <laughs> And I'm just like, oh my god! Enough with the diaper man, please! Like, funny, dude. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Hey, good show swap. I'm gonna say this: as much as I love Chobits, I feel like because Nick, that was your f- that that was your first time watching Chobits, right? Yeah. Okay. And that was our first time watching Planet Test too. So, like, I kind of feel like. Me and Danny love Chobits for biased reasons. Yeah, the nostalgia yeah, type stuff. You know, yeah. fucking. Even though it was targeted towards young men, it was like a lot. It was a and here in North America, it was a lot. It was a big girl thing. So like, I don't know, but like, I feel like I don't even know if I can say who got the better trade. I think I honestly think Danny got the better. I think Danny got the better one. I think. Well, depending if we base just on how we scored it. Then yeah, I guess how we're, we've already kind of like questioned this. So like whoever whoever scores it better, or no, if you give them something and they score it higher, then then that whatever. Yeah, I, I'm glad that I watched Chobits. <laughs> I don't feel like I lost or anything. Sure, so. sure, sure. Yeah, but I do enjoy Planetess more. So sure, and I, I can't speak for Danny, but yeah. What do you think, Danny? What do you think? You got the. You think you paid too much for those Air Jordans or what? (laughs) Never mind. Just imagine Danny. I never bought Air Jordans. Dude, the fucking nineteen eighty. Danny just rolls up to a court and dumps. I've been on sneakerhead TikTok lately, man, and I'm like, I'll never pay more than a certain amount for shoes. But I love watching those people make huge deals on shoes. It's funny. It's fun to watch to me. Um, just because I'm a big collector, you know, I, I understand that collector mentality. I mean, I, I understand the collector mentality yeah. too. Like I used to work at PacSun and PacSun does collapse with yeah. fear of God. Yeah. And if you ever seen fear of God merch, like people go fucking nuts Dude, for yeah, fear of God. Like go ham on that. Wake me up when you get some Supreme merch. That's the only stuff I wear. Yeah. And Nicola Crocs. wears purely Supreme. <laughs> yeah. So I'm the kind of person to, you take off your Air Jordan before you propose to Trisha. Because you don't want to, you don't want to crease the. Yeah, toe. what? <laughs> you take off just one of the shoes. <laughs> so, so Danny, do you Gosh. think you paid a little too much for that that dual land or no? Um, that's a I'm, magic reference. I I don't know. I mean, I feel so. I I 
when I started rewatching Chobits and after I watched the the first three episodes, I was just like, oh, yeah, this is going to be something Nick is going to like. Like, this is this is freaking Nick comedy here. Yeah. I thought you would enjoy it, yeah. Yeah. Especially so, Sumomo. Uh, Sumomo, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, when I watched Planetus, I mean, I... I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. Like I know Nick rates like how how he rates things is different how I rate things. Sure. So because like with his, you know, when he rates something a five, like him for him that's like a seven or a, or an eight or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, that's I just, don't know. That's just the middle. It's like a C. Uh, yeah, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know how I like yeah. His his how he rates things versus Agreed how I curve. rate things is like very different. So I don't know. I I wouldn't necessarily say that I like I lost that Nick didn't enjoy Chobits as much as he enjoys Planetess because I feel like these two shows are very different because one is a comedy and this one is is very i mean there's there's comedy in it but it is a like very serious show so um i don't know i i i I have a very difficult time i'm not sure how to answer your question song the listeners can answer (laughs) the listeners can answer they will decide they will i do i i do feel like because I did rate Planet Test higher than I rated Chobits. Right. But that doesn't mean that you're going to, that doesn't mean that you like it more necessarily. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've done that before for certain shows. Um, I, I mean, th- this show, I both, both shows, like, I, I think for a very long time, I've been wanting to read Chobits for a while because I, I just want to see if there's any difference. Or changes that happened in the show that are in the manga and, and and everything, and it's the same thing with this. Like I kind of want to read the manga as well, just to see if there are any differences that weren't in that in the show that are in the manga and everything. So, um, yeah, I don't. I have no answer for your question, Sam. If if I won this thing <laughs> we all won the audience will decide we are all winners the real winners are the friends we made along the way and uh yeah <laughs> the robot friends we made along the way because they can't say no because of the implication sure if you say so because of the implication <laughs> shout out to always sunny um hell yeah let us know what you guys think of these shows Okay, I enjoyed both of them very much, and I think it's, we're all in agreement that so we kind of, you know, enjoyed them in different ways. I maybe, you know, I'm actually probably, if anything, I'm really glad that we got more 2,000 shows under our belts because uh, the next couple weeks are going to be current things. Um, well, actually, we got another movie review coming up, and I won't say which movie because it's really cool. But, you know, with the news of Scott Pilgrim coming out, uh, literally in a couple weeks, you know, we're going to review that pretty quick too. So, um, that being said, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you guys. Thanks for listening every week. I love you guys very much. 
And again, go to links.animesummit.net and hit up the merch. Anime, actually, just go to animesummit.net. Right there, there's a merch. Buy a shirt. Hmm. Buy a shirt, take a selfie with your animal. Actually, that's a new, new challenge. New challenge, new challenge. If you buy a piece of merch and you're going to take a selfie with it and show us that you bought it, do it with a pet, if you have a pet. Do it with a pet, because it's for some reason it makes the photo ten times better. Like it just it just does. Always do it with animal face Johnsons. Okay. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. I've been Sam, that's been Danny, that's been Nick, and this has been the Anime Summit Podcast. <laughs>